Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Today, I want to talk about a phrase you've probably heard about. It's called sales enablement. Yeah, there's a phrase that's being thrown around like candy and confetti. Sales enablement. And you talk about sales enablement tools, which I have to believe that it's tools to enable salespeople to sell more effectively. That's simply what it means. So whether it's a CRM system or case studies or new PowerPoints or any type of material that salespeople can use to sell more effectively probably fall under this umbrella called the sales enablement tool set. Now, the other day I was listening to this five-person webcast, right? Five talking heads. And they were talking about sales enablement, and my head just began to spin because the amount of blah, blah jargon that came out of their mouths was just, it was incredible. Basically, what they were trying to say is that marketing and sales are not connected. They keep missing each other. If I can summarize the 30, 40-minute segment for you, sales and marketing are not aligned. And what do they mean by that? Because that's what I want to talk about today. Why is it that sales and marketing are not aligned? Why is it that salespeople are resistant to any type of sales enablement tools that marketing creates? Let's walk through it slowly. Marketing's job is to create messages for the market. Messages for the market, right? They're basically, if a new product comes out, what they're gonna do is create new product sheets, specification sheets, you know, beautiful brochures, wonderful PowerPoints, uh, maybe do some case studies, get some testimonials, get some, you know, customer testimonials, get some visuals, maybe some video, whatever it may be. So they create all this we'll call collateral, right? Also, again, sales enablement tool, right? But a bunch of collateral is created messages for the market. This is what we want our salespeople to talk about. Now, let's go over to the sales side. The salesperson is worried about, okay, messages in the market. Now, here's the difference. Messages for the market is very high level. Messages in the market is the reality, the face-to-face, belly-to-belly conversation we're having with our customers. And typically, what the customer wants isn't what marketing is trying to push. So the salesperson's job is really to take, you know, we got some new products coming out. We have all this collateral from marketing. How can we integrate this into our sales pitch, into our sales process? And that's where the disconnect comes in. One study showed, and it was highlighted in this webcast, that 90% register this number, 90%. of all marketing collateral created marketing collaterals created are not used by salespeople. 90% of all the collaterals created by marketing are never used by salespeople. Now, that's a shame because I believe today we need to integrate. I say we salespeople need to integrate ourselves with marketing more tightly. But yet, why is it that we don't use that material? Why is it that 90% of all these quote unquote sales enablement tools are discarded or never used? Well, there's six reasons. And if you're a marketing person, I really want you to pay attention because here's why salespeople have a hard time using your sales enablement collateral. Number one, absorption. 
In other words, sometimes marketing gives us so much information as salespeople, they give us so much information that we have to basically integrate that into our thought process. In other words, the learning curve is very steep and there's so much information going on. Now think about this. I'm a salesperson. My job is to sell. I got to fill the pipeline. I got to close deals. I got to set appointments. I'm focused on hitting my number. Marketing comes over and dumps this wad of information on new products with, again, product sheets, PowerPoints, videos, case studies, customer testimonials of why they should use this new product. And now I have, as a salesperson, have to figure out how do I integrate this into my presentation? You know, first of all, I have to learn it. And because I have to learn it, that means I have to take time out of my day to learn this material. So lesson number one for marketing, keep in mind the absorption principle. In other words, I have to absorb all this material. You need to make it so easy for me to absorb that it's not going to be a big deal or impede me from making sales. Number two, I have a story. I, the salesperson, have a story. For example, maybe I'm selling my story to the, uh, the client as, look, stay ahead of your competition. Always use new technology. That's my storyline. So my question is, if you're going to give me new marketing material, how do I use it as part of my storyline? Help me integrate that as part of my story. Number three, it has to be modular. In other words, when you give me information, I have presentations already lined up. Let me walk through this slowly. This is important. I'm a salesperson. I have 10 different clients. 10 different clients, I know I have to present you know, 10 different ways because my storyline for each of these clients is very different. If you want me to plug in some new products that we're offering, you have to give me modular information, digestible information that can plug in easily into my sales presentation. If you don't, then that's going to be very difficult for me as a salesperson to use the material you're giving me. So keep in mind marketing. Make the material modular. Easy to plug into a presentation, easy to take out of a presentation. Number four. Each scenario with my customer is going to be different. And because it's going to be different, I need you, marketing, to give me basically case studies that fit to that particular customer. In other words, if the profile you gave me, the client testimonial, the case study that you give me doesn't align with the client profile I'm going after, then I'm not going to use it because the customer goes, well, that's a great case study, Victor, but what does that have to do with me? Get the idea? So keep that in mind. Number five, I as a salesperson, I like to sell what I know. I like to sell what I already know. You're asking me to sell something I don't know. So if I haven't gotten the training, that's a problem. This is part of the absorption issue. I want to sell what I currently have. So there has to be a way to incentivize salespeople to actually sell the newer product. This is one of the biggest problems marketing and management have, is that how do we get salespeople to break some habits, stop selling what we already have, and begin to sell some of the new stuff for future growth. Again, I get back to make it easy for me to sell. Also, number six, when you ask me to integrate something new into my product, you know, into my sales process rather, then guess what? That's very disruptive. If I am talking to a customer for three months, and in those three months, now you want me to introduce a new product. Well, I'm not going to do that because that's going to be very disruptive to my sales process. So based on the timing, we'll determine whether or not I'll actually use that product collateral that you've just given me. So keep this in mind. Let me go through the six again. They're very important if you think about it. marketing, and I'm talking to you. 
One, I need to be able to absorb the information quickly, which means you need, it, need to give it to me in a digestible format. Two, how is it part of the integration of my storylines? Again, every customer I have to integrate this has to have a different storyline that I'm gonna feed them. How can you help me integrate this into my storyline? Number three, when you give me new content, new products to sell, new collaterals, they have to be modular. I have to be able to plug them in and out or take them out of a presentation quickly. Number four, each client is different. Therefore, I need collaterals that actually support different scenarios, different storylines. Number five, I like to sell what I already know. So in other words, convince me that I should sell this because there's a great reason to do so. If you can't convince me, how am I gonna convince my customers? In other words, one of the greatest sales that marketing has to make is to sell their own people on selling the product. Marketing does a poor job at marketing to their own people. So get better at that. Number six, introducing a new product into the sales process is very disruptive. So in other words, timing is important. So when we deliver new products for salespeople to sell, timing matters. And if you're in a long sales cycle, the last thing you wanna do is, maybe you're two to three months into the sales cycle, the last thing you wanna do is dump a new product right in the middle of a presentation. So salespeople are gonna push back. So let me wrap this up in a bowl. When we talk about sales enablement, giving tools to salespeople, more thought has to, be, has to go into how do we make it easier for salespeople to use the collateral? How do we make it easier for salespeople to integrate it as part of their presentation? How do we make it easier for the salesperson to integrate it as part of their sales process? Again, marketing, you're developing products, collaterals, for us to go out and sell, but at the same time, you're not thinking about how it's gonna impact us when we're dealing with the customer. So my message to marketing is, think about how can I help the salesperson sell more effectively? How can I give them the tools in such a way that they get integrated faster into their presentation? How can I give it to them in such a way that they can pull stuff out, push things in, and actually create their own storyline? How do I make it modular? If you can do this marketing, you'll be more successful at salespeople using your marketing collateral. So again, keep in mind, 90% of the material that marketing creates is never used by salespeople. The question is why? And that's what this podcast is all about. So anyway, thank you for joining me on the Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my new sales training platform, the Sales Mastery Academy. You can find the link on my website, victorantonio.com. You'll find great training videos to help you and your business grow. We've just added three new video series. So again, it's a very dynamic platform. I think you're going to like it. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.